Hi, it's Pete Norstead here, and welcome to, well, the first of our very regular uh, World Cup podcast. In fact, I've worked it out. I think we'll be doing about 13 or 14 podcasts, but as usual, I'm joined by Jimmy Kempton. How are you doing, Jimmy? Fantastic. Thank you, Pete. I have to say, today is the first morning, we're recording this Saturday morning, that I've woke up a little bit excited about the World Cup. I don't know about you. I know it's yeah. early, so I've made you get up early on a Saturday yeah. morning because of my busy schedule. But I'm quite excited now about this. Yes, I, what I do, I, what I can't stop laughing about though is those when the fans. That is so funny, isn't it? Those oh, England, what, the, the England fans singing "It's Coming Home," but it's not really <laughs> to the lyrics or the words that we know. Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, well, we'll get on. I'm sure we'll get on to uh, rumours of people being paid very shortly. Well, to, uh, to provide entertainment. Well, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know whether you have you. I don't know. I've seen some tweets going around about, um, you know, the the first game. You know, yeah. and they're saying how how many millions have they been paid? They've been paid to do this or something. And it's you know, as I said before, you've got to be very careful, haven't you? You certainly do, because I know we'll discuss it, but Qatar are not exactly playing a, a very rich footballing nation. So, yes, you never know, do you, Peter? No, I mean, what what we're going to do, as we said, we, what we're going to do, we're going to actually make a recommendation for each um, match. Um, I, I just sort of asked you, how, what, what, what's your sort of, how are you going to play it? So I'm going to have a little bit of... Um... A mix of bets, I think, Peter. I think these, because there's, you know, low goal lines, tight match pricings, it's gonna, I think it's going to be very difficult to make a, a sustained profit just betting match and goal lines. So I'm going to look a little bit out of the sort of box a little bit, some of the winter nil market, some of the correct scoreline markets yeah. possibly. When, when you, yeah. If you think you can work out that it's going to be a low scoring game, you know, instead of backing the unders at sort of four to six, if you can work out which team might nick it one nil, you're suddenly getting five to one instead of that four to six. So I think there is a little bit of value out there if you're prepared to bet some of the more exotic markets, which often, obviously means you could have a little bit of a longer losing run at times. So I think it's purely fun bets mainly, although I'm sure we'll pinpoint some real value at some point during the tournament. But again, like I said last week on the pod, there's we don't have 10 bets in, in the Premier League card every week. So, you know, in the 50-odd games or whatever it is in this World Cup, really you're probably only looking at four or five standout bets, aren't you? I found three in the first two days. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go then. Well, the man, but, folks, listen to Peter. Well, I mean, I, I, also, though, I, I do think, I, th I think you are quite right, though. You, you can't take anything for granted here, can you? No, and I think when I was growing up as a kid, what, 35-odd years ago, and I was watching World Cups, you know, the likes of El Salvador were getting beaten 5, 6, nil, or whatever. Very rarely... Do we see that these days? Even, you know, your Tunisias, your Irans, your weaker nations are very well organised, very well structured, physical, will slow the game down, have the dark arts. Very rarely do teams get hammered. Let's be honest, Pete. Yes, you'll see some teams win by two or three clear goals, but the amount of those that happen these days in these tournaments are so fewer than they used to be. Yes. 
Yes, it, 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 it's yeah, it, it, it's it, it's it's well, I, I'll come on to that, you know, during this uh, during this podcast. But I think for myself, though, I'm going to go. I'll be I'm going to be relatively cautious initially to start with. Like you say, I do think there are a couple of ones where where you know you can Dutch scores, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and it, it 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 you know this could be some value. Anyway, we'll we'll start. We'll start with the first game. You know, tomorrow Qatar against Ecuador. I mean, I've been looking sort of at the you know Qatar. They 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 haven't got a bad record really, but they're at home against these teams like Panama, Honduras, Guatemala. You know, where they've been beaten. I mean, obviously Ecuador are a little bit better. I mean, I'm going through. Um, you know that they 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 did have a two all draw against Chile uh, in September, but obviously Chile aren't here. You know it, it, it's so you've got to be a little bit cautious there, and then obviously you're going you know to an Ecuador side who well very rarely let in goals. To be quite honest, I mean I, I, I'm just looking the, the last time they well the last time they let in a goal was at home to Argentina in, in March. Since then they've gone. One, two, three, four, five, six, six, six clean sheets, and these are against away at Japan, away at Mexico, nil, nil. So yeah, they've only scored one goal. There's only been one goal in their games in the last five matches. So here, you know, Ecuador, I do think they are value against Qatar. Definitely, I think the the best bet for me is uh, uh, the draw, no bet, or or or, it, or if you like, scratch. And they, you can get that at one point seven zero Ecuador, and that would be a bet. However, for the more um, adventurous, you could Dutch the nil nil and nil one score line, and that pays uh, just under uh, three to one. What did so for those listeners who may not be aware of it? What what does Dutching mean, Pete? Yeah, you you basically uh, equal your, your your so say. I think nil nil is seven to one, and one nil to Ecuador is eight to one. So you 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 basically put a similar amount of money, the same amount of money on uh, each okay. selection, and that gives you so like four to one. There is a calculator you can get on if you Google on uh, you know a Dutching calculator, and it takes you basically to odds checker. And there's a Dutching calculator or odds checker. And by the way, just to say, you know, just to let listeners know, there are plenty of markets here. Unlike the weekly football, there'll be hundreds of markets for each game. So you can be a little bit adventurous. But you see, I, I mean, as I said, you, you could probably back here under one and a half goals for, you know, six to four. So it, it, it's, you know, there are sort of things. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. But the, the the value is certainly with Ecuador. Yeah, and, and sort of even like the under one and a half goals markets, that there'll be so much more liquidity about for this tournament than your standard sort of Premier League games or Serie A games. And I quite agree, Pete, that the value here is with Ecuador. I quite like Ecuador to win to nil at 11 to four with Brett. Betfred that covers the 1-0, whatever. Effectively, it's Ecuador winning the game without sort of conceding a goal. And there's much been made of, you know, Ecuador being paid off. Um, can you see it? Well, they've bought the World Cup Qatar, so there's no, no reason to suggest they may slip a few envelopes to a few Ecuadorian players. But, you know, that these sorts of myths sort of snowball until they become almost, well, Ecuador are going to throw it. So even then, if Ecuador 
you know, the rumours get so big that all of a sudden, even if they had been sort of primed to lose the game, they may have second thoughts. Um, it's interesting that we talked about those Qatar winning the last five games full of confidence, have beaten Nicaragua, Guatemala, Honduras, Panama and Albania. They were all played in Marbella. So, you know, of the Nicaraguans, the Hondurans, have they been just given a free credit card to go out the night before in Marbella? I've been out in Marbella, Pete. It's crazy. <laughs> and, you know, you can imagine that, you know, how many times did the Nicaraguan football team or the Panamanian football team get go to get get to go to somewhere like Marbella? They were just set up to lose those games. It's all about giving the Qatarian team some confidence. But as you quite rightly say, Ecuador don't concede goals. The last three games they've played in have ended in goalless draws. And like I say, a couple of them, Saudi Arabia, Japan, good sides. They've won two of their last six games 1-0. So there's been two total goals in their last six games, Pete. I think this, like you say, is going to be a low-scoring game. I will suggest Ecuador to win to nil at 11-4. to four. So yes, you see, you're you see that this is the thing. Just to, just to say, you know, to, uh, to the listeners, see, Jimmy's gone for one, you know, which you know to win to nil, you know, and I would have, I'd have sort of, you know, been adventurous with the nil nil Dutch and the nil nil one nil Ecuador. I, I've gone for a, 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 you know, a bet here, a, 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 and I'm going, you know, to be cautious at, at one point seven zero. I can't see Ecuador losing this game. But again, you see, obviously, if Jimmy's pays, it's, you know, you're looking at a good return there, 2.75, basically. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I can't see... I can't see Qatar winning unless there's anything underhand going on. But again, when yeah. will we find that out? If there was anything underhand going on, we'll probably find that out in 10 years' time, <laughs> won't we? Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Be cautious, folks. Uh, England, Iran, next. Oh, the big one, Peter. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was quite surprised when I saw the line at, at, at 1.25 initially. And then I looked in, you know, I mean, Iran don't look a bad side, really. I mean, in, in the recent friendlies, they, they, they've beaten Uruguay 1-0. So, you know, and England haven't won in six games. Mind you, England have been playing the likes of Germany, Italy, you know, well, Germany and Italy, basically. Uh, Germany, Italy and Hungary. Um Obviously, they've got a good record, and you know they are expected to win the game. I think, though, to be honest, I think I think there is slight, they're not value at that price one point three seven in my opinion, and I think this game could be a bit closer than we think. I'm going to go with Iran plus one and three one and a quarter goals. I can understand why you were sort of saying in the in the preview why you thought England could finish second. Well, I just think this is a real big ask of England. And I know some people will laugh at that. This is the England football team playing Iran. But we're, we're jetting off. They arrived sort of late Tuesday night. They would have had a training session sort of Wednesday. They're one of the first games in the tournament. They could have been handed a start sort of a week on Friday. So they could have an extra few days to prepare. England won't play at full pelt for this game. It's impossible for them to do so, having only arrived so recently. I mean... Iran will be organised. They'll be slowing the game down. I'm sure they'll be kicking a few calves. And we don't really know what kind of atmosphere this tournament's going to be played in. It could be almost a bit of a surreal one. And I think Gareth Southgate would just want to get his team out of here with a win. And I think once England, hopefully, touch wood, take the lead, 
I'm almost thinking Southgate may shut up shop because they've got two very difficult games coming up against first the USA and then Wales. Two very, I won't say losable games, but I can you can make a case that they may struggle to win both of them. England need to get a win here. I think they will. I think it will be really tight. I mean, I was out last night with some friends and one of my mates said, oh, I can't even name an Iranian player. And that's the kind of sort of ego and sort of, you know, overconfidence that has sometimes dogged England. I don't think we have that under Southgate. I think he knows how tough of a game this will be. England to win 1-0 at 9-2 with bet 365 is my bet in this game, Pete. I think, I think once we get ahead, touch wood, we do, um, Southgate will just look to close the door on them and, uh, yeah, we'll take uh, the 1-0 England win. And what price is that? Oh, it's actually, I'm just checking now because I think money's come in for it, actually. Um, yeah, it's only 4-1 to one now with bet 365. Still, again, not, 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 not it's a pretty sensible bet, I would suggest. Yeah, I mean, we've seen the way Southgate likes to play in terms of keep it very tight at the back. I don't think they'll give Iran a sniff, but that in itself will then make it harder for us to break them down. So, I think that's a pretty solid bet, to be honest. Looking at uh, the next game, we've got quite an entertaining-looking looking game here. Uh, Senegal uh, against uh, Netherlands. Netherlands, they've only lost one of their last 23 and, you know, they've obviously been playing some reasonable sides. In, you know, I mean, well, the last match they beat Belgium 1-0. So, it, it goes to show that they're, 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 they are a reasonable side, the Dutch. And, I, you know, they're one of my fancies, in fact, to go to the, at least the quarterfinals. I think the only problem is, obviously, once they get to the quarterfinals, they're meeting Argentina, which, which will be, if, if both those sides do meet, it will be a side of both in form. Uh, Senegal, you know, it, it's, it's hard to really... Um, you know, judge their form really. I mean, obviously they're African champions. Uh, last game they drew one all against, you know, previously mentioned Iran. Obviously, I think that there could be some entertaining. You know, many say that these are the, but this is obviously the best um, African side. I, I think there could be some value in the over two and a quarter goals. Um, however, I think that the Dutch are going to win this and. Um, I was going to go, well, There's a, the minus one goal handicap is 2.08. You know, I'm tempted by that. Minus three quarters, though, is 1.75. And I think that's a, a, a reasonable bet. I think if you're keen on the Netherlands, Pete, that minus one at 2.08, given the fact that you think there's probably going to be some goals in the game, um, <clears throat> could be some value. But I don't blame you for... Uh, dropping down and taking the minus three quarters. I mean, the line opened minus one. Money came, came against the Netherlands. It dropped down to minus three quarters. But then on the Sadio Mane news that he's going to miss the tournament, that line's moved back up to minus one. And it's very difficult to understand until we see them play just how much that will affect Mane. Uh, sorry, Senegal, Mane being out. He is their talisman. I mean, <clears throat> the Dutch have kept two clean sheets in the last two Nations League outings. But prior to that, they conceded in each of their last six games, four Nations League and two friendlies. They are vulnerable defensively. Now, with Mane out, that may not come to hurt them in this game, but I think it's something that we need to look towards as they progress through the tournament, as you'd imagine they would do, that maybe the Netherlands are a team to either sort of 
maybe oppose keeping a clean sheet or look at the yes on both teams to score markets or simply look to side with the, the to be plenty of goals in the games. With Mane out, though, I think the Netherlands will get the job done, even though they are a little bit up and down and you possibly can't rely on them too much. Um, I think at 8-13, to 13, though, with William Hill, I think they should get the job done on Monday afternoon. Uh, next game, um, th- this is a little bit of a difficult one for me. I- I'm going, um, uh, well, sorry, uh, wait, it's Wales, USA. The, the problem that I have uh, with Wales is obviously they're very rarely in these scenarios. So that's, you know, it, it, it's it's very difficult to judge them. Recent friendlies, well, in, in those leagues have been, you know, they, they've lost their matches. Mind you, they're losing these games against the Netherlands, Belgium, and they are very competitive games. Mind you, I thought they were very good. Well, in fact, outstanding in beating Ukraine, who I thought were a pretty good side, you know, when they played Scotland. USA... You know, it's patchy. They've lost, you know, the recent, you know, in the qualifiers, they lost away at Costa Rica, lost away at uh, Canada. It's hard to judge them from their recent friendlies as well. You know, they, they lost 2-0 uh, in Japan, drawn 0-0 Saudi Arabia. So, it, you know, it's, it's a difficult one. But, I, you know, my ratings are suggesting that um, the United States uh, are a reasonable bet off uh, the, the scratch or draw no bet. And you can, uh, again, get the USA 1.75 draw no bet. And that, again, is going to be a bet. That one is a bet. Well, I'm hoping you get a push on that, Peter, because I'm going to be taking the uh, the draw outright in this game. I think this is one of those group games where the, sh- <coughs> the scheduling plays right into sort of fear playing a major part in this game. With England playing Iran first, both teams will know the outcome of that game. And I almost I started my handicapping of this thinking, well, if England win against Qatar, both of these teams will be happy with the draw. And then I'm thinking, actually, no matter what the scoreline is, they'll be happy with the draw because they both know that they've got a very, very winnable game against Qatar. And on paper, the bookmakers suggest that these two teams are battling it out for second place in the group. So neither team will want to sort of fall behind in any way. It wouldn't surprise me, Pete, if this game ended nil-nil, to be honest. I, I think a draw is a very strong probability. So I'm going to take the draw outright at 21 to 10 with Betway. Right. I mean, right, let's just go through these bets again. If Right, I'm going to go... Ecuador draw no bet at 1.7, and that is a, a, a real recommendation from me. I'm going to go um, uh, England, uh, so, uh, sorry, uh, Iran plus one and a quarter goals at 1.96. Um, Holland minus three quarters at 1.75, and USA draw no bet at 1.75. And the USA one again is a recommendation. Super. So my tentative selections um, Ecuador to win to nil. At eleven to four, England to win one nil at nine to two. Then we're going to take the Netherlands to win outright at eight to thirteen with William Hill, and then in the USA Wales game we're going to take the draw outright at twenty one to ten. So as you can see, two different sort of approaches there. I've gone extremely cautious. Whereas Jimmy's gone, you know... Look, give him a bit of value. If I can hit maybe one, two a day, then yeah. you're going to be quids in. Yeah. But as as we say, you know, 
be be careful. Just be careful. But you know, these teams don't play each other, do they? They say to be afraid, be very afraid. Yes, and we don't know a what the you know the conditions are going to be. What you know, various things can make uh, different times. I mean, just thinking about the England game, obviously that's been played earlier. That's the earliest that they'll be playing. So you'd assume that that the temperature is going to be warmer, wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah. There's going to be so many little trends that we can probably pick up that we can foresee continuing in the tournament. The pace of games. The amount of water breaks, that's another thing that people forget. You know, teams can be on top and then all of a sudden, if there's a water break, you know, that can throw out the whole momentum of the game and, and teams will will play for those little breaks and those stoppages in place. So it'll be interesting to see with the heat how the the referees handle it in terms of the leniency on these these sort of breaks and players wasting time. So I think the first day or so, or certainly Sunday and Monday, we'll be able to have a lot of pointers for the rest of the group games moving forward. And I'm now actually excited about it, Pete. Maybe it's the, the fact that I might see some sunshine on my telly with some football whilst it's cold and wet here. I don't know. But yeah, I think it's going to be, a, once we get over all the initial sort of chat about the sports washing and everything, which I don't think any of us really agree with, um, I think we'll have some fun with this tournament. Right, we should be back uh, Monday morning. Uh, we're going to get these up 24 hours before, you know, the, the day before, in other words. And uh, good luck, everybody, with the first uh, few games. Best of luck, everybody.